welcome everybody to We Hate Anime, the only anime podcast that just is almost to 200 subscribers. Holy fuck, stop watching that meme, I spent no time on it. I think that meme, the popularity of that meme, really just highlights how desperate we are to be entertained by even the smallest thing. It's like, a, it, it's barely, I don't even think it's 30 seconds long and, and it has like... Almost 30k views at this point. Jesus Christ. Well, it's that other meme that everybody's been quoting that I actually genuinely like, and I have no idea why, but it's just like the, Ride wife. Knife good. <laughs> why fight back? Monkey memes are always funny, though. It, it, you know, the problem is, like, bodybuilders have... My, my buddies, the bodybuilders, we've taken those memes and just run with it. Like Everyone has. Well, we've unique. taken, like, return to tradition to the next level. It's now return to monkey. That's, again, <laughs> yeah, that, you are not unique. That's, that, that's not unique. That That is, that's that everywhere. is, that is the internet right now. Yeah, it's a big it's, but, uh, We want to return to silverback. We don't want to return to, like, capuchin. Monkey. I'm English Mike, everybody. I'm the host. Uh, joining me, as always, is uh, the Mothman. No, no, actually, it's Frog. Uh, Frog has always been here. Hmm? Like, I've, I've missed episodes, you've missed episodes. Frog is the only consistency. Because I never have any fucking plans. Gosh. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, yeah, sorry. He's yeah, I'm man. Moth. And the one who is consistent is the Frog King. That's me. Yep. And we fucking are anime boys. We did a bunch of anime and some non-anime. We did it? Uh, Mike, I want a kidney stone. I, okay. I have friends already, who can okay. convince you you don't want a kidney stone. No, it's like everybody who always gets a kidney stone is like, oh, it's so awful. Oh, you yeah. wish you were dead for three days. Wham, wham, yes. wham. Look, I wouldn't want to piss a rock out of my urethra either. But, like, I've been eating jerky, drinking orange juice, drinking protein shakes, drinking protein bars, and drinking energy drinks, trying to get a kidney stone. It's been, like, two weeks, you're, and I still don't have one. Seems like a terrible you're fucking idea. Like, if you want a kidney yeah. stone, literally all you have to do is replace, like, all of your water with just diet drink. Just drink a bunch oh. of, like, Monster for your the, water The problem instead, is... Like- the like problem is I actually have to drink water pretty consistently for, like, muscle recovery and stuff. So that's you also just, just drink, you shouldn't drink Monster because it's not healthy. <laughs> like, it's, oh, it's, no, I drink probably three a day, if I'm being like, honest. Like, kidney stones are a result of a bad diet. Well, like, my diet's actually pretty solid because it's just nothing but then, protein then shakes, you won't get rice, one. and You're broccoli. not going to get a kidney stone. The Gosh. thing you crave. I don't want to ruin my diet, though. That'll ruin my six-pack. Then don't. But- <laughs> Look, is there a I way to get an artificial kidney stone? We don't want you to Mike, ruin your diet. Just Mike, stop trying to get a kidney stone. Mike, I got an idea, all right? So give yourself a kidney stone, and then we'll take, like, a uh, negative two-gauge syringe, or, like, a zero, double-zero-gauge syringe, and we'll extract the kidney stone from you, and we'll give it to me, and I'll take care of your kidney stone for you. That's that's not that's not how any of this works. <laughs> Look, if I, you want a kidney stone so bad, just take a rock at that and inject point, it into your balls. In, at that point, putting the rock in would be more painful than getting it out, though. Look, it, yeah. you know, you don't. I know how syringes work because when I was really suffering from anorexia, I was like actively taping a syringe to my vacuum cleaner to try to give myself like homemade liposuction. Uh, and this is the, <laughs> and this is what we're talking about on the episode after subscriber boom. <laughs> yes, and. Oh, come on, like, most of the consistent subscribers just like to hear me give you an aneurysm. Uh, 
yeah. Yeah, hey, w- welcome new people to the podcast where I slowly die every single moth, every single time moth opens his mouth. Frog, what was uh, that other thing that I mentioned I wanted to talk about? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> it was like Return to Monkey uh, Kidney Stones, and there was one other thing. Oh, yeah, Might Makes Right. Oh, go fuck <laughs> off. I hate you so much. Look, all I'm saying is the strongest guy in the room is generally correct. That is, Can you that name is... one example? Uh, Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, whenever he has an opinion. Arnold Schwarzenegger's a liberal. I don't care about what he says. We're not talking <laughs> politics. I'm just saying he's right about everything all the time, and he's super jacked. I wish he was. Dude, he's always uh, been right. I would if, I, if you were right all the time. I would be more than happy to 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 secede this point, but he's not. I right. am right all the time. Wait, wait. Are you implying that you are Schwarzenegger? I'm implying I'm the strongest guy in the room right now. I mean, uh, aren't I you mean, alone in a room with your cats? Well, yeah, yeah, but, like, if we were all in a room together and we were all recording, like, I would be right 100% of the time because you guys don't even bench your own body weight. I could just punch you in the balls. Except except you're you're psychologically stunted, so I could very easily manipulate you into doing what I want, and therefore I would be the strongest. Fuck you, brains are better. Brought not. Goku has taught me that brains don't mean anything. Didn't Goku fucking, like, die, like, seven times? Goku also taught me that child abuse is A-OK, but that doesn't mean I'm going to live by that. Piccolo who taught you that. Well, fuck you, Piccolo is at least tried to raise a child. Goku was like, hey, my son's fighting Cell. Guys, we're gonna hey, get all the Cell. Dragon Ball fans Here's salty. They're gonna get posted on fucking shitty Twitter pages. <laughs> no, everybody knows yep. that Dragon Ball's a joke. At this point, I actually think Team Four Star gave up dubbing Dragon Ball because they could no longer parody Goku. Maybe. Because, uh, like, Goku base is more like, par- like he's, he's more of a joke than any joke they could write about Goku. Kinda. I mean, I, I mean that whole that whole what was it three minute scene where uh, Trunks kisses his girlfriend and they're like, wait, I could oh, go on for Pilaf? like hours about how Dragon Ball is not written, but that would be a really boring podcast. Wait, wait, Dragon Ball's not written? <laughs> Barely. What do you mean? I mean, like, dude, <laughs> Akira Toriyama writes it. He, he uh, tries. Nah, I mean, <laughs> he definitely draws it. I'll give him that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Dragon Ball is written. It's just, hey, we gotta keep raising the stakes. We're at the point where we can't really raise the stakes anymore because the gods the of the stakes, gods of the quote, gods. Unquote, haven't actually changed since, like, the beginning of Z. It's just, it's like... Fine, though. I, if, you, point, if you like Akira- the formula, and I will not judge anyone, I like Dragon Ball Z to a point, but it's, it's, it's a not character, good. It's a character comedy where you just enjoy watching people bash each other's what? faces in. I mean, there's not very much comedy in it. There's a ton of comedy in it. The whole show is comedy. Like, 90% of the show is, like, repeated punching, and, like, the 10% is, like, Yajirobe yeah. going, whoa! Are you kidding me? Like, the Frieza Goku dynamic now is phenomenal. Did you not watch uh, the new Dragon Ball movie with Brawl? Oh, he's talking, he's I, talking about Super. Who gives a fuck Super, about Super? I didn't We're say talking Super. about Z. Super is phenomenal. What are Super, you talking about? Super is, like, I've watched some of Super, and I thought it was funnier than Z. Super is phenomenal. Like, have you seriously not watched the Brawly movie and you call I, yourself I thought, anime I, fans? I literally, we've talked about the Brawly movie on here. The, um, yeah, the Brawly movie is a masterpiece. I think it's very good. Yeah, it, it is. is cool. It's not really much I of a comedy. Think it's very good. It is absolutely a comedy. Movie. Everything about that I don't know how anyone funny. could, how can you, how, how can you look at, like, Broly and be like, man, this is a masterful comedy? It's like, because there's like some the, funny the scenes in it. Joke. That's all you can say about it, though. The one joke in the whole thing that Frieza just wants the balls so he can be slightly less of a manlet 
is like ruined because it, it, it sets it sets up the joke and then immediately tells the joke before it has any build. Calling Dragon Ball comedy is like calling Mob Psycho a comedy because it has funny. Mob bits Psycho in it. is a comedy though. No. Uh, yeah, the fucking, like, the only the f- only fucking comedy here is you, Conchus. The only comedy. I, I, you know in, I mean, Mob Psycho like is funny. It's very funny. But yeah, like, it is. It's a comedy. I mean, I guess you could justify Mob Psycho being a comedy more than you could Dragon Ball. No, you absolutely could justify them both being comedy. You're just humorless because you're a zoomer. I said no, I find no, them no, both no, funny. No. I I figured it out. I figured it out, Frog. Uh, Moth likes finds it very funny when people punch each other, and that's it. I mean, so Bleach far, God of High School has been phenomenally hilarious, and that's all they do. I mean, oh, that's a perfect segue. Hey, Frog, why don't you tell me about how bad God of High School is? <laughs> God of High School is the most generic show on the planet, and uh, I love yeah. it. Uh, I was so happy, because I thought the first five episodes were really fun. It is the worst parts of Hunter x Hunter. It's the worst parts of like pretty much every anime you can think of, and yet it's still got such so. a huge animation budget that it no. forces itself to be good. No, I think it's... What I, what I found, anyway, at least my experience watching it, was that like it was this fun little martial arts thing. With pretty charming characters, I think. I don't think I'm. Yeah, I don't the main character is phenomenally charming. Yeah, like they're pretty fun. The I like them. They're all pretty cute. cool. Not like super characterized or anything, but they're you know they're they're entertaining. I'm just so. And mad then that uh, episode six rolls around, and then episode seven especially. And instead of these cool martial arts fights with some minor magic-y bullshit, it turns into like an episode of late game Bleach where everyone pulls out fucking giant Rasengan balls, and I. I <laughs> uh, I'm so tired. It turns into every anime of all time. You after mean it's become JoJo's mark. Bizarre Adventure? No, 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 no. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is entertaining. <laughs> because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure yeah. has... You know, I talked about this on Twitter, actually. Someone was saying, like, oh, I was like, oh, they're just stands, dude. I'm like, stands have, like, set limits and rules to them that, like, are established and, like... And even if they break sometimes, they're at least mostly consistent. Um, John of High School is every, every person so far just has a power. This is, they don't explain how they happen. They just kind of exist. And then they can do what they do and they do it. And there's no yeah, that, that, limitations. After like, after how grounded for the most part, uh, God of High School was, I mean, it obviously set up like in the very first episode, it set up a bad guy who has an insane power. And then yeah. after that, was just mostly grounded. Well, grounded like, in the sense that it's like very exaggerated martial arts with some like oh, minor magicy bullshit here and there. Um, yeah, grounded in a similar way that like something like uh, uh, King and Osra is grounded. Yeah, similar similar kind of power scaling level where people are just punching and kicking, but they're like barreling through walls and stuff, um, like that kind of grounded. But um, fucking 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 uh but yeah no episode six rolls around people start pulling out giant god sides and uh you know like <laughs> and uh there's a guy whose power is just he has a shark and he can summon the shark and eat you and that's it um but that's great a, that is i don't see what i know i've already watched here. that episode of Yu-Gi-Oh, man i've already seen it there's a, there's a girl whose sword becomes a giant laser god sword from hell and it's stupid there's a guy who just pulls out a giant hammer from the ether space which is like i mean those ones I, those I, ones i can I more accept like the I sword and the hammer are li- slightly less egregious I, but once the shark guy came in i was like are you fucking kidding me I don't know what you're complaining about, honestly. It's just mindless entertaining. And this is the thing. This is yeah, you don't seem to understand that. I, that no, I don't like it when things are mindlessly entertaining because that means I have to not think about it. Why do you have to think, Frog? Because don't that's think. what makes things fun and interesting to don't me. Return yes. the monkey. It, 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 fuck, 
Fuck monkeys! I would literally have sex with a monkey right now to prove you. How the, if the bitch if the show be. had enough of a of a like emotional like kind of character building, you don't need kind of emotional like, character. Because okay. you know why? We're getting our you dicks need something around. to care. Can about. I please justify no, no, no. my? So we, we if got, the show I, had like enough emotional investment in the characters to like kind of go off the rails and shit, and it was still like I'd still be interested in their in their arcs or whatever, I wouldn't mind that much. But it does not have that. You want to know how great the lack of any, like, emotional attachment to anything this show is? The main character that's doesn't not... know who his parents are. His father, or his I grandfather, mean, hired two random actors to pose for a that picture was so that he wouldn't get bullied at elementary I mean, that's school. an interesting thing, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man, he actually, he, he lived such a weird life, so I want to learn more about that, but not enough. Here's the thing, Frog. There's too many animes with big think this season, so it's good that we have a like, no think like anime. What? Wait. There's only like two good shows I mean, this I mean, season. <laughs> like, okay, there's plenty of big think animes. Like, there's Rent a Girlfriend is big think. Agresco uh, <laughs> is actually big think. And right the now, big, one, the only big one thing I can think of is another show I like, Decadence, and it's not that big thing. It's more like a whoa. <laughs> it's more like a whoa factor, and then it's like okay. <laughs> Decadence is very big thing. Girlfriend is just, it's just a romantic comedy. Dude, what are you talking is, about Big Think? It's Big Think, man. You gotta think about these things. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, visual storytelling. Like on the ED when he's shaking that can of soda. That's, that's, uh, insinuation that he's masturbating. It's crazy. And yeah, the girls because, are cheering him on like, while he jacks off. Like Symbolism loser. in general does not equate to Big Think. It really yeah, does. No. I think you need to watch this movie called Mom, Midsummer it, Frog. There's symbolism Mom, in God of High School. <laughs> Anytime you can pick up on symbolism, I know it's not Big Think. <laughs> Look, okay, like it's it. just, Agretzko is Big Think. And yeah, you mentioned it. Decadence is Big Think this season. It's, like, it's a medium lot of, Think at most, there's a I lot think. Of De- Decadence is medium Think, dude. No, yeah. it's Big Think. The Big Think is something like, what's a Big Think show? Like Lane. Uh, like the first season of Naruto Oh, yeah, we can go with what we talked about last week. Uh, uh, I think Perfect Blue is pretty Big Think. Uh, there's yeah. nothing Big Think about Perfect Blue. It tells you everything. We, in that episode, in the last episode, we literally spent how much time talking about how you thought it was confusing? Well, no, I didn't think it was confusing. I watched the English dub, so of course I was confused. There was none of the <laughs> subtle nuances. The dub. Uh, what else is Big Think? Um, I think Kaiji's kind of Big Think, in the sense that, like, it's character implications, less of the gambling things, but... it's. It, I guess it's... Sorry, I, I should say that. It's it's Big Think in the sense of, like, uh, trying to devise machinations. Dude, Death Note is yeah. pretty here's, Big here's Think. Here's the thing, pretty big thing. Me and Frog... We we don't like Frog especially. Like I am way more cynical and, and critical than Frog is. Uh we don't need something to be big or medium think for it to be good. We need it to be consistent with itself. We need to you I just don't... need to think. <laughs> okay, you want to talk about okay, do you guys both like Fully Cooly? I like yeah. it to an extent. Okay, there is nothing consistent about Fully Cooly. Uh yeah. No, uh, well, no, it's consistent within itself. No, there's no, yeah, that's the thing bull is, crap. Well, like, I, I enjoy Fully Cooly a little bit. I don't love it. Uh, I feel like it's, it's, the thing is, it's like it's supposed to be this like really more kind of at least the way I interpreted it, it was much more of a feel than a think. Um, yeah, and that's exactly how God of High School is. It's more no. of a feel than a thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> God of High School is the Fully Cooly of anime. Let's see, what's, what's, what's God of High feel? School is the Fully Cooly of shonens. What is a feel? Um, well, I think I think Perfect Blue is a feel. Perfect Blue is a think. I think it has both. I think it has a nice balance. Um, no, 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 no. You can either feel or you can think. There's logical no. and irrational. Here's the thing. Like, because uh, perfect. I think that's irrational. Okay, the way I should I should maybe define these terms a little better. A think should be something where you have to kind of 
kind of uh, what's the term? There's a you, word for this. You have to think. Or you have to think. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have like, to ponder uh, on it. Ruminate. You have to ruminate on something for a little bit to understand. Ruminate is such a stupid word. Return to tradition and use ponder. Ponder is fine. Um, and a feel, I think, is just something that elicits a, a reaction or emotion in, in, in you, and you don't necessarily know why. I just yeah. heard. I just heard Mike's soul leave his body. Why? Well, yeah, because I mean, return to tradition is literally a dog whistle for like people I don't want to attract. Oh, oh, sorry. I just thought it was a funny meme phrase. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it is a funny meme phrase, but yeah, it's a funny meme phrase, Mike. Nothing means anything it, anymore. It is a super funny meme phrase for people who aren't awful human beings. <laughs> Are you calling um, me an awful human being because I lift no, weights? No. No, because you just think it's a funny meme phrase. I'm not calling you an awful human being. It's like the I'm fucking. Being, there's a lot I'm of, being whatever. lampshaded here by Mike. What let's let's not mean? let's not let's not fucking blue. Let's let's not left pill the audience here. They didn't come here for this. Blue pill. Uh, Mike um, is lamp ghosting me. Like there's a there is a reason why I am choosing not to talk about how decadence is a, a, a criticism for capitalism in this podcast because it is, and I want to talk about that. But at the same time, no one's ready for that, and I, and the, the, no one's gonna care, dude. But everything so Japan does is an allegory for something. Akira is what? an entire allegory <laughs> to the ever- unsustainability of consumerism. Every story is an allegory for something. <laughs> like, who is, is I, I always forget, is Tetsuo the one that turns into the giant blob baby? I think so. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tetsuo is a, he's symbolism for consumerism. I, I haven't seen Akira, but. <laughs> we should do a, we should episode on Akira. That'd be fun. Yeah, we should. We'll, Mike, we will do that. Mike is about to have a stroke. All right, all right. Tell you what, you guys watch the movie. I'll read the manga. Is there a manga for uh, that? Yes. Yeah, there is a manga. It is better and and. Uh, but I kind of like, want to see the movie because that's like the big thing that everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch we, the movie. We, we would watch the movie because the manga is a lot longer, uh, and uh, it is completely different. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay, I got you. Um, so is, is it not like an adaptation? But is it good in its own right? No, no. It's it is good in its own right. It is an adaptation. It is an imperfect adaptation. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it is very impressive. Cool. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I want to see it for the for that mostly, like the because the the, uh, the animation's cool. They did yeah. they did that on uh, ones. That, that's crazy to me. Like they animated that on ones, aka twenty four frames per second. That's, that's it's nuts. it's well if you look at some of the crowd scenes they do like nothing else in Akira is as impressive as the fact that they have like just three thousand people moving on frame for twenty seconds straight. Yeah, I'll have to watch. I'll, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, what were you talking we'll about? We'll do that. <laughs> oh, right, out of high school. Um, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll do maybe we'll do Akira after we do uh, the next seasonal episode. Yeah, which is sure. Roni Kenshin. Oh wait, no, no the seasonal I'm episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't, never mind. Forget that. Uh, we <laughs> we do before we get into things though. Uh, I did want to talk about something that I know neither of you are watching, uh, but you should, and it's a Gretzko. Um, I've, I I understand a Gretzko. I I didn't I didn't watch it, but well, there's there's I some, the first season. It looks fine. There's, there's something that I really hate, and it's the fact that almost all animes have to focus on high school students. Like, I agree it, with it's this. The worst. It's, it's, like, it's oversaturated. That's fair. Yeah, it's oversaturated. Like, oh look, it's a high school shonen battle anime. Woo! It's yeah, a, no, for I, sure. I can't think of any good examples right now, but that's a thing. Like, it's just everything is high school battle shonens, and it's dumb. There's a lot of this. Yeah. So, Agretzko is nice because not only does it talk about adults, but it goes the same route as, like, Love is Hard for a Wotaku. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I, I get the it, idea, like, of more adult-centric shows that really are kind of refreshing. Speaking of which, you know that has a second season coming up, right? Agretzko? Based. Uh, no. Love is Hard for a Wotaku. I don't know. Why do you say Wotaku? 
because that's the that that's what it's called. Love is harder for a wotaku. It's a working otaku. Oh, I, I didn't. Turn, I haven't heard that. Heard, I can't talk. I haven't heard of that show, but sure. yeah, it, it's really good. It's well, what's great is it has four nerds who are completely different nerds. Like the the main boyfriend is a big time gamer who loves stuff like Monster Hunter World, which is great because his little brother is god awful at video games, and then his god awful soon to be tomboy uh, boyfriend. Uh, tomboy girlfriend sorry is like really good at video games and horribly patient with him because of how stupid he is yeah and then the main girl what is she like is, is she, uh, she she she's like uh, boy B-O love manga. yeah she loves boys love and then her best friend is a boys love cross player who's relatively famous in their circles and uh she's a mangaka too isn't she i don't know but then uh then her boyfriend is in love with uh idol or not idol um Maho Shoujo's. So yeah. you have like four completely different quadrants of the, the, the nerd otaku fandom all socializing and interacting and showing like how difficult it is to find love while you're at the job and, site. And, and it even features a really positive portrayal of a normie. Uh, is that the brother? Yeah. Oh yeah, well no, the brother's not a normie. The brother's just he's great. He's a fuck. He's a total the normie. The brother is a himbo. No, he's he's a fucking okay. What is what is a himbo but a normie? Are you kidding me? I'm a himbo and I'm not a normie. Okay, yeah, like that, that, that's offensive. Like our, just because we're stupid and strong doesn't mean we don't have passion. I mean, normies have wait, passion. Wait, 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 what do you think of normies? That normies weren't passionate. They're not. Do you do you assume normies are like like zo- zo- yes? They don't like have creatures? inner voice. <laughs> I would not be surprised if you didn't have inner voice. You were just, oh, protein powder, monkey, return to tradition. You know, I wouldn't have an inner voice if not for the fact that my anxiety is my inner voice. And so, like, I constantly am self-reflecting because I'm constantly being told by myself I'm not good enough and that my wife is going to leave me and that my parents only have, like, ten years left and I'm just suffering. Speaking of suffering, uh, tell us about a good season three. Uh, season three is great in a lot of ways. I definitely liked it better than season two. My biggest issue is they they decided to go away from adults acting like adults to get a dream, like a a, a happy sequence. And this is spoiler. Uh, I'm going to announce spoilers right now. The big thing in Agretzko is Agretzko coming out on her own because she's been steadily trying to come out of her own for three seasons now. It's her coming out of her own and Haida getting over her because she rejected him at the end of season one and he's basically been simping for her ever since. And the the entire plot goes with Haida basically settling down with a really, really nice girl who's really good for him. And at the end of the show, and this is your spoiler, uh, Gretzko makes absolutely zero character progress and it's kind of implied that her and Haida are dating at the end or at least going to try to start dating. Because something happens that forces Haida to choose a Gretzko over his stable, happy relationship. And it's such a kick in the dick, because in that very scene where he chooses a Gretzko over the other girl, the other girl makes the decision for him, and he goes, just so you know, if she didn't get stabbed by a stalker, I probably would have chosen you instead. And it's just like, this is garbage, I'm dumb. I want to go home and draw a picture of Haida just drinking from a sippy cup that says, dumb bitch juice. (laughs) <laughs> that might already exist. Yeah. So it's it's uh, I, season three is very frustrating in a lot of ways, but uh, I'm pretty sure Baby Metal did the music for it. That's cool. That's 
That's kind of like my issue with Agretzko. Like even at the end of season one, it just reset itself back and to like, the status quo. It keeps resetting itself over oh. and over and over again. And season three reset itself again. Like compared to a similar type show, like compared to Bojack Horseman, a show that never stops changing. Are you kidding me? Bojack Horseman consistently remains the same throughout the whole show. In fact, it's only in the last three episodes that anything changes. Yeah, but it but the the show itself is like it doesn't try and protrude. I can't talk today. What the fuck? It, it doesn't like try and show you that he's he is making big changes and then resetting. It's showing you fucking up the big changes. But in in like Agretzko, like literally season one ends, and then she's like, "Well, I guess I'll go back to normal now." Like, that's season <laughs> no. two, and that's season three. It's and it's, so, it's, it's, I almost believe it's because it's Sanrio, and Sanrio can't let their plushes do anything productive. Oh, it's one hundred percent that, and also like, uh, like we we can't we can't criticize our own culture too hard. Like, well, let's just call working trash. Yeah, and it's 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 very very frustrating. I the one thing I do like is it really there's one sequence, and I, I posted this on Twitter, but because you guys don't watch Agretzko, you don't see it. But it starts with her joining like an underground idol group. And that underground idol group looks so similar to the idol group in uh, Perfect Blue. It's not even funny. Like, I think it's even down to the costumes. They look exactly the same. And one of their three biggest fans, and their three biggest fans ends up becoming security for the shows later on. Like, they end up doing security and keeping people from rushing the stage. But one of their fans is this horse-faced looking asshole with, like, one of his eyes covered by his long, black, greasy hair. And it's so, it is, it is me mania. I am a hundred percent positive. It is a huge nod at me mania. Cause even at the very end of the show, when they're standing around doing security and they're talking to him like, oh yeah, good job doing security today. He's wearing blue and red 3D glasses. It's yeah, like, you, you all, all right. Twitter. Um, yeah. Like they, they can't even like, yeah. it's not even a subtle nod by the end. <laughs> it's, it yeah, is it pretty similar. Pretty looking. Hang on, I'll, I'll post the tweet that Moth put. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've already seen it. Yeah, oh, okay. we've, we've all seen it. It's it's it and pretty, unfortunately pretty similar. Um, it, they are, and it's like pretty much the exact same thing. Like Agretzko, I'll love you forever. Blah 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 blah. All that crap. Like it, it's it's perfect. Uh, the only thing is, he doesn't become psychotic and try to kill one of them. Uh, Not cringed. Yeah. Well, it's freaking Sanrio. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it'd be pretty cool to see Sanrio character just get fucking killed. That'd be, That'd be dope. pog. By the way, it is it is killing me. Like the waifu war that goes on for Agretzko. Like, because there's there's a lot of good male and female characters in Agretzko. Definitely more good female characters. But this, I think he was a cheetah. He might have been a leopard. But their their stage manager, uh, who's managing the idol group, is going to be a huge husband of the season. The fact that Gory doesn't get more affection, like Gory as a character, just makes me so sad. I don't know, man. The only character we're talking about is Finico. You know, Fenico's pretty good, too, because... And my wife actually has an opinion about Fenico. She's like, everybody likes to idolize Fenico until they meet her in real life, and then guys are, like, intimidated by Fenico. Oh, no, 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 no. I like her because she would intimidate me. <laughs> okay, there's a difference between weird fetish boners and actually getting along with someone. That That's not a fetish boner. That's just a dynamic, baby. No, like, you can't, you can't say your fetishes are a dynamic. That, what?! Fetishes are intrinsically a are dynamic. You, if you have but are you telling me that people? you are defined by your fetishes? No. I mean, 
sex. I mean, are, technically are you, speaking, sexually, most people are defined by a fetish. Are you going so far into your id that you're just saying like, I am who I am because this gives me a boner? Are you letting your boner control Moth, you, Mike? Moth, would you be like literally attraction is 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 based on on fetishes would you be as attracted to your wife if she wasn't a big titty golf gf absolutely because the only reason we originally even got along is because we liked video games i would go over to her house with my wii and we would just play monster hunter 3 the whole time i mean yes there, there's more there's more like in relationships but i'm talking about attraction no, no, no. your argument just fell to pieces no, and it you're didn't. trying to I'm back talking, i'm not no it didn't i'm talking about attraction not relationships in fact for a long time i wasn't even physically attracted to my wife because she was just a really good friend and i was like holy crap i could be in a relationship with this woman and be happy and so we did <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip that little bit of audio and weaponize it, baby. You can weaponize it all you want because my wife knows because we've talked time, about this. I wasn't this. even attracted to my wife. Here's the thing, my wife, same thing. She wasn't attracted to me for a long time, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Holy crap, this guy's so stupid. I love it." No, I understand this. I, I feel like I, I'm more attracted to Are someone the more me? I get you to were know them. Born after 1995, you don't know what attraction is outside OnlyFans, frog. What? He was agreeing with you, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I don't want him to agree with me. I don't want either of you to ever agree with me. I was just saying, I find <sighs> it more attractive when I actually get to know somebody. Then I kind of feel more attached. You know what? That is actually pretty good. That's pretty that's basic. That's all I was saying. That's, that's the only thing I was Why did you get so aggressive? Because um, I don't like it when you agree with me, because that means I'm doing something wrong. What? No, it means you're doing something right. That That's a good thing. We reward you when you agree with us. <laughs> That sounds a little weird. The way you, the way you uh, phrase that sounds dogmatic. Uh, <laughs> speaking of rewarding, uh, I read a really good rewarding manga that was really good, oh, yeah, and it's new. Him. What is it? It's called Kaiju Number 8. Oh yeah, you're, you're going to talk about that. Have either of you heard of this? I heard of it because I keep seeing ads for it on Twitter. <laughs> So, like, this is brand new. I think it only has eight chapters out. I <laughs> I normally don't jump into something that, that's not complete, as we've talked about before, because I, I just hate waiting. Uh, but... Oh, I wait, my like, wife you know watched this. Or my wife read this. Most, like, most manga I completely jump off of because they end up not being interesting because... Yeah, the art manga. on this is really good. The art is amazing, dude! Uh, so basically the story of this, of this manga is that there's a 33 year old, like, like service worker and his job is to clean up after like kaiju battles. So a giant monster gets fucking destroyed and he goes in and he's part of the cleanup crew crew that has to like clean it up and make it so that, uh, uh, they can like, uh, actually rebuild the city. And in so doing, uh, he... Uh, gets attacked by a kaiju, and his childhood best friend is on, like, the anti-kaiju, like, task force, and actually saves him. And in his regret from, like, not being able to, like, be with her to help her protect things, like, he's sitting in the hospital with a broken-ass leg because the kaiju fucking destroyed him, and this weird fucking kaiju, like, snake thing appears, says, that's you, jumps down his throat, and he turns into a human-sized kaiju, and the design is fucking sick. Uh, let's dude. let's just admit he looks like a human sized titan, please. Oh, I could I can see that. Uh, it, it to me it looked more like a mix between a titan and uh, a ho- hollow from Bleach. 
Yeah, um, that's fair. And and like he's, it looks pretty he's cool. Really, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, he, he's he's also like a really cool character. He has a great personality. Um, uh, he kind of reminds me of Kaiman from Doro Hidoro, uh, if anything. Just Doro like Hedro? how expressive he is. Yeah. Do- Doro Hedro? It is yeah. very important to me that you say it right, Mike. You say so many things wrong. It's not you don't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but this manga, I only read three chapters, uh, but it is super fucking great. The dynamic between all the characters is really interesting, and the action is fucking nuts. Good. I'm seeing some panels um, right here on Google Images. These look pretty cool. There's who, this great. Who illustrates fu- this? Is it the same? Is it the same as the author? It's the same. Same author. Uh, okay, I'm surprised I've never seen anything like I looked up some other stuff that he did, and neither of them sound like like standout. I'm gonna check him out though because I really like this. Well, it's it's the same thing as the guy who did Golden Kamui. Like the previous manga he did had just been about a freaking hockey team, and it did very poorly. And then he did Dude, Golden Kamui. One of, one of this dude's last manga is just about a girl who was raised by cat gods, and now she's trying to make people's wishes come true with cat god magic. See, that's that actually pretty baller. Wholesome. Matsu yeah. Moto Naoya. Okay, here we go. Yeah, he's, he's he's he hasn't worked on that much stuff. I'm I'm surprised. I think this manga could be really big. Because like it's like his, really his hope... breakout thing. Yeah, I I hope it catches on just well, like Chainsaw Man did it, for it's, my it's, man. It's Fujimoto. kind of I think uh, Shonen Jump is shilling it really hard because I keep seeing ads for it. So it could. It's it, you know what. Normally, like, whenever people like, it's really weird. I don't see that many. I'm not like that tapped into manga Twitter. But I don't see anyone really talking about this. I, I think Nicole mentioned it once. Um, maybe it's, it's really nuts because this this seems right up everyone's alley. It has yeah. I was gonna fucking... read it soon. I kept I kept getting me. Uh, I mean, get around to it. But uh, you know, it it's it's incredibly good. I really recommend this fucking manga. It's got great art. It's got great characters. I really like the interactions. Great fart. Uh, and the first chapter, the first chapter is like 54 pages, and it really gives it enough time to breathe, breathe and be its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I really recommend that everyone try and check that out whenever they get a chance to. Um, with that said, uh, I think you wanted to talk about something with She-Ra, uh, Moth? Oh, yeah, so just, just, just side Twitter drama, and this is... This is the worst side of Twitter. Next to political Twitter, which is actually the worst side of Twitter, uh, this weird cancel culture that doesn't actually do oh anything but makes people who are genuine feel bad. It it, it really uh, saddens me. We're not talking about this right now. This is we're, this is. I'm so what tired about of talking talk about, about cancel culture, culture and cancel culture and trying to it's just make people. What understand what would you call it then? Like I would call I it cancel I'd culture. I'd call it what things have been happening for the past forever. Is people getting is people doing things and people calling them out for it? There's nothing cancelly about it. So the Shira team, among themselves, I guess they're pretty decent friends. You kind of have to be friends with people you work with. Uh, they were making jokes about the characters, and they were redrawing the characters and making puns about it. And one of the characters on the show is named Bo, and his whole thing oh, is he uses a bow and arrow. A bow and arrow. He's an archer. He's Bo. Very creative so, naming scheme. I don't know if it was him. I don't actually remember, or one of his siblings. But they redrew him in farmer's attire and named him Sow, because that's what farmers do. They sow crops. Pretty funny. And I guess enough people managed to take it the wrong way and think it was a reference to slavery? I guess I could that see That the it. show's creator had to publicly apologize that people were offended? 
I mean, I guess. I mean, if, is, that, no, is that the that's, whole story? That's, that's the whole entire story. That seems like, fine. And the the person who drew the picture originally felt like awful. It's like why why should you feel bad? You didn't do anything wrong. Well, I mean, th- I mean, there can be like I mean, they un- didn't like, do anything wrong necessarily, but they could be apologizing just for having me pay people uncomfortable. Yeah, there's, there's wrong, nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. It. Like, if you do something that offends people, it, it, it's probably a good idea to say, "Hey, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry about that." But like, you don't have to like think you did a wrong thing necessarily. Like, I I could like, no, don't apologize. Don't ever Dude, apologize. I could criticize somebody, and even if it's well-intentioned, to. and I don't think no, it's necessarily like, wrong for saying it, if they feel, like, uh, upset they that did I said nothing it, I wrong, like, and they shouldn't. Sorry. No, they did nothing wrong, and they shouldn't have to apologize because people took it the wrong way. I agree they did nothing wrong, but there's nothing wrong, but I don't think they had to apologize, but it's fine no, that they did. No, they, did, they didn't, and the fact that they did is, like, terrible. Don't apologize. You did nothing Why? wrong. No. In any scenario. I don't no, know, because I, then I don't know just which, become which a scenario yes apologizing, apologizing would be bad, unless you actually did something fine, and you're only trying to cover your water with people who are not fine. Apologizing's <laughs> bad. The only time you should apologize is when you accidentally run over your neighbor's pit bull again. How do you do it twice if he's already dead? To be honest with you, I actually just put it back into drive and did it again. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Apologizing's fine. Sure. Yeah. Apologizing is, is, is fucking... But do you apologize to a wolf because you don't taste good enough for the wolf? Like, no, you don't. What does that have to do with this? <laughs> are you, are you, are, like, are you equivocating being do- eaten to having someone criticize your work? <laughs> it wasn't even criticism. It's like, how can you be so racist? That's criticism. <laughs> yes. It, but there's nothing racist about it. I mean, there, there, that's the thing. There are, ra- like, there, there can be seen racial implications in the thing well, they did. There can be seen even racial implications in everything, Mike. Yes. Like, like, I can, I can fucking, I can apply black makeup to my face and then go out in public and just say, what? It's just a face mask. But if people are offended, like, it, it looks like I am doing the mammy bit. What? No, at that point, you're just a Tyler the Creator music video. Uh, no, I'm just the old one. Shane Dawson video. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, I, I really wanted to hit on the Shiver drop. It's like, this is, this is why I was so hesitant to get on Twitter for so long. Cause like, man, I just want to read funny comments all day and see really people make memes. It's really not that much of Twitter. It <laughs> is like, all here, of Twitter. Here's, here's, here's the deal, Moth. If you do something and it offends people and then you say, Hey, sorry, I didn't mean it that way. I'll try and be better in the future. And then you move on. There's no drama. There's a reason why the there's a reason why the only reason I 100 percent believe the only reason you've even heard of this drama is because you follow people that get mad at at drama like this. No, like, actually, are, 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 uh, I want to say our buddy Debt is the only reason I know about it. Uh, what did they say? Hang on, I gotta no, he just he probably Hang just. On. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> No, actually, I, I actually unfollowed a lot of people, Mike, uh, just because I was like, man, these people post way too much about politics, and I'm here to have a good time and talk about anime. That's fine. You, you almost, wait, you almost never talk about anime on your Twitter. No, my Twitter is mostly just me screaming at the wall. That's what I like. It is stress relief. It's stuff I can't post on my Facebook. That's fine. You may continue. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, you can just not look at political Twitter. That's fine. You can unfollow people if you don't want to, like, to do that. Like, I don't find, follow people, like... Uh, who are friends with me just because they post things I don't want to see? That's that's fine. Um, I, I follow them. I just mute them. That, that's fair. That's fair too. You can do that too. Um, but like, I don't know. Man, it, life saying, is so like, much more than getting angry. Politics is kind of uh, well. That's the thing. Uh, I don't. Okay, we're not going to get into this. Um, 
no, no, we're not going to get into the morality of of. Uh, like, no, of you don't. You don't need to get. You don't need to get angry about things. You can just lift a heavy weight and feel better. Again, I'm not going to get you know, into like the morality of privilege I and things. I mean, I completely agree. Maybe maybe people shouldn't be so uh, uh, reactionary uh, towards, like, uh, things that they shouldn't be reactionary towards. How about that? How about that? Let's go that direction. I don't think anyone's like reactionary that. towards anything. People should just lift heavy weights, Mike. Just do what you want. No, just lift heavy weights. No, do what they say in the in God of High School. Do what you want. That's the cool thing about that show. Before it got bad. I like that. I, it sounds stupid when he said it. Like my my quote is "Do what you want," but like, yeah, <laughs> do what you yeah, want. Yeah, do what you want. Just do what you okay. want. That's actually like the best thing I've ever heard in my life. So now uh, to actually talk about what we came to talk about this week, All right. uh, we're going to talk about the two One Piece movies. So, Bear, uh, the Island of Baron Omatsuri, and One Piece Storm World. Strong World, yeah. Yes. Storm. Uh, first Storm off, World. Moth. Please do us a favor and introduce us to the world of One Piece. So the world of One Piece started in, I want to say 1999, but I'm at this point, I don't even know anymore. One Piece release date. Uh, I'm Googling. Uh, go, go, I'm Googling. Do it. Do the 1999. Yeah, I got it right. Uh, I didn't actually know about it until it went on sale for my PS Vita, One Piece Pirate Warriors 3, back in like 2013. <laughs> Such a weird introduction to One Piece. <laughs> and I played that game and I was like, man, this dude with a blue pompadour is pretty damn baller. And hey, this dude in a freaking flamingo jacket is pretty baller. I think I want to watch One Piece. So I got to my wife, I'm like, hey wifey, you want to watch One Piece? She's like, uh, so then we watched 930 episodes of One Piece. <laughs> and you're like, man, why, why the fuck isn't this popular guy in here for 800 episodes? Uh, no, actually, Frankie <laughs> comes in, I want to say, episode, like, because they, they actually did pace it relatively well until after Ocean 7. And then the whole, like, Sky P, well, no, Sky Yeah, because they ran out of manga Ocean 7. <laughs> at some point. Yeah, no, they, they, they do, they do, they do filler worse than Dragon Ball ever could. Yeah, I mean, fact, they kind of have because they're still going weekly to this day. Well, it's that thing where it's like, I don't know if I want One Piece to go the uh, Hero Academia route, where they just, like, condense everything into two, like, 26-episode seasons, or if I just want them to keep going because it's tradition at this point, and I want them to beat Detective Conan. Um, I think Detective Conan's still going, though. I don't think it'll ever yeah, beat it's, it unless Detective it stops. Detective Conan will never end. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think it can beat it unless Detective Conan also stops. Um, yeah, but it's... So One Piece is the most popular shonen of all time. It has yes. actually beat out Dra- in Japan. It has beat out Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah. The only reason I think Dragon Ball Z has more international appeal is because all of Brazil loves Dragon Ball Z. I think it's more so with the fact that it was like the first like shonen yeah, proper was, shonen to have like a big dub. Yeah, and it was also the one with like battle and it was like the the first like real battle shonen that did like the training arcs and stuff like that. Like. So, it is the most popular, I think, in all time in Japan, and it has outsold Dragon Ball Z at every turn. Like, it has made more money in video games and figures and actual, like, raw manga sold. It, it has outsold Dragon Ball, but it's just not as universally popular. Uh, it is the number one shonen. It proves that pirates are better than ninjas, hands down. Pirates are cool. I mean, that's just... That's just, that's just inherent, true. honestly. Pirates are better than ninjas because pirates are the coolest. But yeah, don't give it's it up, a Luffy. Take. Pirates are lame. Uh, this is actually the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, holy crap, Mike! Could you be any more wrong? Ninjas are uh, cool and I all. Cannot... Don't be wrong. But yeah, pirates just... they get scurvy. They're like a bucket full of like uh, uh, gay boys on a ship, which is not as basic. No, you know what? You know, no, here's why pirates are the coolest. You know what the coolest thing is in the world? The ocean. 
Yeah. You know who you rides know what, the ocean? Ocean's terrifying. Yes, you know that's why it's so cool, and they're so brave for, for traversing it. Pirates are cool, man. The pirates are but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's the most popular. It's the most popular shonen of all time. I actually based my uh, D and D campaign around a similar concept to One Piece of going around to different islands and exploring and having an arc there. So you know, Five E actually has a uh, module you can plug into. Yes, play I, One Piece. I do use it. Yes. Um, okay, just make sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, as, as far as that goes, it is it is phenomenal. So. I, I had Mike and I had Frog watch two very polarizing movies. Uh, and, and polarizing, I just mean they are completely different from each other. Yeah. We have the traditional One Piece plot line that was written by Oda, One Piece Strong World, which to this day still has uh, Figma lines made on it. Really? And then we have, yes, it is the... And, and, dude, cool. they changed costumes like four times in that movie. They did, do. Yeah. It was yeah, kind of cool. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and then we have the what I would think is the most technically perfect and the most interesting One Piece movie, which is the Island of Baron Mats- Omatsuri. Yeah. And so, so, now, before we go into it, which one did you guys like more? I liked Baron Omatsuri more. Um, okay. I liked Omatsuri more as well. Okay. My only issue, and I said this last week, my only issue with Baron Omatsuri is Frankie isn't in it. That's fair. I, I, I actually really liked Brooks when I watched um, fucking uh, Strong World. So I wish I was hoping he would be in it, but he was, wasn't there. No. Oh wait, he wasn't in Strong World. No, he was in Strong World. I was, was. I was hoping he would be in. Oh, yeah, I was going to say like I was like, am I having a stroke right now? Yeah, he's really cool. Like, am I, am I having a stroke right now? Like, no, no, he's, he's in Strong World. I'm just saying he wasn't okay. in uh, Baron Omatsuri. It's like great. Now I, I, I know that I, I really got the weird Brazilian dubs. <laughs> Where yeah, they just, like, um, cut video from Thriller Bark to make it look like Brooke is there? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, let, let's start with, you know, let's start with Strong World, since it is, like, it, honestly, if, if, you, if you've if you never, if, if you somehow are listening to this, if you've never watched or read One Piece, if you're gonna, like, pick one of these to watch, I would say you should watch Strong World. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna watch, like, one of the movies, I guess, or at least one of the, one of the two movies that we watched. Um, I, yeah, you guys can go first, actually. Yeah, so uh, One Piece Strong World, and just, it, it really is, like, if you've never, ever, ever seen anything One Piece, and you just want a crash course on what One Piece is, that is it right there. Yeah, sure. Strong World is One Piece. And it was written by Oda, it's 100%, I, I think it's the only movie Oda actually wrote the plot for, and it is it is just One Piece, like, it's I think it's actually technically canon, too. One Piece condensed into a short couple hours. Yep. Two hours. Yeah. And it's, it's got very much like the, it's, it's very atypical to a One Piece arc where the beginning, everyone's having fun. It's joyous. Stuff is wacky and zany. Luffy gets his ass beat. Everybody reflects on things. The stakes get raised and then Luffy pulls through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but right. fun fact, uh, Frieza's voice actor is in it. Who's he play? Oh, is he the clown? He's dude the clown. The oh, the clown yeah. dude. Oh my god, that fucking guy. Now here's the thing. He did such a good job with the clown that they brought him back to be Doctor, uh, to be Gaster in the in the in Undertale. He, he no, yeah, in the Undertale. <laughs> no, in uh, later seasons of One Piece, he comes back as the actual. He he's a he's a devil fruit user, a very powerful devil fruit user, and the main scientist just under the other guy. I can't remember his name. Names are escaping me. Vegapunk. He is the main scientist under Vegapunk. I wish I knew what that was, but I got you. Yeah. So, uh, for Strong World, uh, I have mostly minor criticisms. Um, like, like for example, like this is just a minor one, and I can't fault it because it's the tenth movie. In I was going to say, let me ask have you. Started with the manga or, or anime, but there are some things I don't think they properly explain, like. Uh, why, like, like for example, I don't think it properly explains that Devil Fruit users can't swim. 
like that is that is a part of the their power trade off. And there's actually uh, there's a lot of theories in the fan rumor meal about why that everything is the way it is. The number one theory right now is that the world actually used to be connected into continents. They used to be the world like we live in today. Uh, then Devil Fruit showed up, and those guys were wrecking havoc. So they just nuked the tectonic plates to segregate the island so that pirates, like, so that people who had devil fruits could never become too powerful. Right. But, uh, yeah. Um, the one, though, like, this is a criticism that I, I, I watched the movie and I, and I had earbuds in, so I don't know if either of y'all listened with earbuds in, but the sound mixing, especially for the effects, was all yeah. over the place. It was a little it's, weird. It's not as bad as 1980s British television, but it is pretty bad. <laughs> like, some of it was really good, but, like, every single time, every single time Shiki takes a step, it's, <laughs> it's the, just the exact, exact same, same sword sound, clip sound of, like, ting, 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 I actually ting. feel like that was done as a joke. I mean, the fart, the fart feet were pretty, like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you can say, like, I will say, like, the one time he walks and you don't hear the sound effect is in a serious scene. Uh, but at the end of that scene, the the clown walks into the room, does the gesture thing Dissolves he does, all tension. Gesture, and instead of Shiki going, just talk, he goes, I understand. Yeah. And then, then he walks away and the punchline is, he understood! God, I hate that fucking clown. It's, it's, it's One Piece, dude. It's just, here's the thing though, Frog, if you actually just mindlessly force yourself to watch One Piece like I did... Those types of characters would actually be very endearing to you. If you didn't pay attention, you might enjoy something. <laughs> it's it's um. one piece. Like once once you get to the uh, once you get to the whole cake island arc, which is actually a pretty I understand good arc, the appeal for these characters, but I'm not find four out anymore. A I'm woman sorry. obsessed with eating food. All of her children have devil fruit powers that either conjure food or can are very food That's related. Cool. I understand that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. There's a guy whose whole joke is that when he takes a step on the ground, it makes a fart sound, and that's his, that's 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 the whole joke. And, there are and that's parts fine. Of the I was laughing at the first bit because it's so ridiculous. But it's all this every time there's like a tense scene, it is completely dissolved by the fart clown guy going because it's a comedy showman. And and it's the exact same fart. It's the exact every same time. fart noise every time he steps. Like God. I would, you know what? I wouldn't even mind if he just occasionally had fart noises, or like, <laughs> uh, like it was, it was, it varied up a little bit. Like when I, when you stand, when you sit on a whoopee cushion, it don't sound the same every time. Yeah, it'd be cool if there was different kinds of fart. Maybe like made a big prolonged step and it went like, <gasps> you know what I mean? And like, I'm not even, I, I am not even criticizing the fact that he has fart shoes. <laughs> I just think the sound, and it's not only there, like, there were a few cases where s- sword slashes sounded really weird, and like, animal effects were really overbearing and poorly mixed. Like, the, the sound design was all over the place in the movie. It was really, for me, distracting. I didn't but find I, that I, that distracting, but to be fair, I was talking with, like, I was watching this with Nicole, and we were just kind of talking throughout the whole movie, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I do think, though, this movie has, like, a- a- almost every character yeah, gets it does. It, no, their, and, and, their moment. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of the One Piece movies are supposed to just be, like, highlights of, like, man, I love this character and he didn't get enough, like, screen time in the last few arcs. Oh, man, I get to see him do, like, five minutes. Like, you got to see a whole, I think, ten minutes at the very beginning of Frankie and Robin just dicking around together. 
And that's, that's for, for big fans like me, like that's the kind of content we love to see. But at the same time, if you watch this movie, you would probably assume that Nami is just a damsel and that's all she is. She really has become that in later seasons though. That like she sucks. was originally the super cool cat burglar character. Yeah, no, actually, because I, I read an early One Piece uh, up to chapter one hundred or so, right around where Arlong Park is, which is you know her big thing. Um, yeah. And, uh, and well, well, here's a, here's the thing I noticed actually. It was kind of funny. Um, every, basically, since I started reading around Arlong Park, the most I've experienced of Nami is that she has betrayed the team three times. She's <laughs> betrayed the team. A Apparently, lot. it doesn't happen any time between now and and this movie, or then in this movie, but. Just based on the way I experienced it, it seems like that's her, that's her entire character. Is every once in a while she goes to some other team. Oh, uh, she doesn't. Not anymore. No, I know. I know. It's just, it just a weird yeah. gap in the way I experienced it. it kind of made it funny. Um, Even Robin, who doesn't come off looking super weak in the movie, like the one, but the one moment when she has a moment is when she uses like her 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 arm fruit powers to tie up a, a moth's wings. But then the poison from the moth hits her, and she keals over, and that's it. I mean, I yeah, like the part but, where she quests the dynamite around. That was funny. There's yeah, a huge, there's a huge issue with Robin and the fact that as a crowd control user, there's nobody stronger than her on the team. Yeah. Like straight up, she can take out a thousand grunts like it's nothing. And the thing is, she when she was introduced, she had no issue snapping necks. She killed people by the scores by breaking their necks. Oh yeah, like she was my like I I I read uh through One Piece all the way up through the crocodile, like, alabaster arc. Yeah, Al- uh, and that's when you were seeing her break necks. As soon as she joins yeah, Luffy, the neck breaking stops. Like, she's super cool in that arc. I love her. Yeah, the neck breaking has stopped. Uh, oh, also, like, I, I, I forgot. You posted an image in the chat just now of uh, Frankie wearing a banana helmet with a gun on it. Um, I, I was really hoping he would use the banana gun at some point. <laughs> he, I mean, if you, it, the funny thing is the best arc Frankie has, I think, ever gotten, at least in my opinion, is he got this huge arc in the uh, Dress Rosa where him and a dude dressed as a baby, which has a really depressing backstory behind it, just trust me on this one, uh, just slap the crap out of each other for 20 episodes straight. They just have a slapping contest. Yeah. Wild. And, and it is the best I've seen with Frankie in years. Is just him slapping the crap out of a man dressed as a baby so his comatose wife will smile at him. For 20 actual episodes? Yeah, like, it, it just, uh, they, they're I having can't a, uh, half I a hit year you. on that. It's, uh, it's I Frieza hit, on crack. It, it's Six I months. hit you, then you hit me, then I hit you, and then one of us falls down and I win. Like, they actually let the other one hit them. I, I know, I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great, and... I love Frankie. I'm sorry. So seeing, yeah, Robin, and this is a big issue with a lot of women on the show, is the women are only strong until Luffy comes in. And then they yeah. start being weak. And wow. so, like I said, Robin, phenomenal assassin, great character, could probably solo pretty much anybody who's not using, like, the colors to guard their body. And we never see her do anything. We actually, yeah, in the Wano arc... We saw her in the Wano arc actually start to use her abilities again. And it's the same thing with Nami. We're seeing them use their abilities again, but that's only because Luffy's in prison right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a super big letdown for me as someone who, like, I'm not a big fan of One Piece, but I still like a lot of the characters. And I love Nami. And to see her, like, like I, I, I remember, like, like, I was like, oh man, maybe she's just weak because she doesn't have her weather staff. Fine, okay. But then, like, she gets to... Because that's that's my frame of reference for her. She has a weather staff. That's really cool. 
Um, but yeah, then she Usopp eventually does her. get it, and she does nothing with it, and just gets fucking bamped. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's it, it. It I don't know if it's because the cast is so big or what, or is it because like Oda is an old timey writer? But the only women who I think actually have done anything recently uh, would have to be Sanji's <laughs> sister. I think that's the only woman I remember seeing recently who's done anything like useful. Please tell me that Sanji's sister's thing is that she's super cock hungry. Uh, she's super cock hungry for Luffy. <laughs> Based. Uh, there's all Luffy... I'm saying. If Luffy ever did third gear on his dick, that would destroy a lady. I mean, you're not wrong. There's actually once again, once you go deep enough into the fandom that I'm in, there's a character called Jewelry Bonnie whose entire thing is she's a massive glutton because her devil fruit requires a ton of calories to operate. So everybody's like, man, you know, Luffy's always like proposed to all these other pirate queens and stuff. It's like, meanwhile, the chick who can out eat Luffy and him never get any scenes together. <laughs> oh, that, that's because that's that's Luffy's gag is the fact that all he does is eat. Because yeah. his fruit needs a lot of calories, I guess. It must. No, he's just a glutton. He's been a glutton since he was a kid. They established that. We should make Brooke in every movie. He's funny. Oh, why? Okay. That, that's another thing. Like, every, almost every character gets their own scene. Brooke gets, like, two and a half. Like, he's so cool. <laughs> I love him. Well, Brooke actually gets a huge scene once again in uh, in Whole Cake Island. He gets he fights one of the uh, Yonkos, which the Yonkos are currently the big bads of the series. I would read he the entire book just to get to the Brooke parts, honestly. And, and, and you know what? Thriller Bark, is, Thriller Bark is all about Brooke. Um... Brooke ends up as the world's number one pop star, actually. He's got a bounty on his head, and <laughs> he's the awesome. world's number one pop star. Yeah. He's called Soul King. I like how he wears a bunch of Jamaica shit in, in the second movie. Yeah. In the, so, in the Strong World movie. Yeah, so that's 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 the Strong World, and that is that is an atypical One Piece movie. Now let's go to the one where a guy's like, I don't know anything about One Piece, but I want to make a movie about it. So, the Island of Baron Omatsuri, which has uh, some of the most stunning, like... Just still frame visuals I've seen in a long time. Very cool. It, it, so Baron of Matsuri was directed by my man uh, uh, Mamoru Hosoda uh, from Summer Wars and uh, like uh, the Wolf movie, Wolf Children fame. Uh, this movie, especially the beginning, is great. 100% awesome. Yeah. And right. every character, like, in the first, like, real scene, in the fish-catching uh, one... I love that one. Every character gets a moment. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. That's actually, um, that is, that is very, very, very much to the point of every One Piece, even arc, is that everybody has this thing that they do. Like, and, and then the arc steadily goes on, and it just becomes Luffy being luffy yeah i was i actually yeah that's how this movie worked out (laughs) uh like my one of my favorite moments because because like i'm familiar with uh 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 oh my god oh my god what are you doing relief character can't remember his name off the top of my head for some reason usopp usopp thank you i remember usopp's like big thing is that he's a liar and he's kind of bad at it but he still convinces people and uh, in the first scene, when he's like, I'm the master of catching <laughs> yeah. fish, and he even convinces Chopper, and then he's like, nah, I'm lying. Like, I, I was actually laughing super hard whenever that happened. That was funny. Uh, this this movie is fucking, it's awesome, it's insane, 
it uh, tone shifts a little too quickly, and then it's just like kind of a shonen movie with an eldritch monster. To be fair, the monster is really cool looking. It's a flower. Yeah, it's neat. It's like a really weird, not high concept, but like abstract. Uh, the the big like standout segments though are everything leading up to the dinner fight. Um, yeah, and the dinner fight is yeah. pretty cool too. The dinner uh, fight's phenomenal. It's I don't want to actually spoil this movie because this movie has the weirdest twist that doesn't have to deal with the devil fruit that I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's very out of nowhere. I mean, we can talk. I mean, we we kind of made this whole thing. We we even like we gave everyone people everyone two weeks in advance. We can talk about the ending after like a certain point if you want. Um, yeah, sure, but it's it, it's baller. That's for sure. Yeah, it's 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 definitely in, uh. So this movie has all over it like Mamoru Hosoda's like key thing, and and it's reframed in One Piece. Like uh, all, if you watch a Hosoda film, the big theme is always family. Yeah. And, that's why they gave him a One Piece movie, and he's like, okay, let's change the word family to friend. <laughs> and then that's all they did. Namaka. I don't know if you guys read the same subs I did, but they they wouldn't yeah. read, you didn't dare translate Nakama? it. No, <laughs> Nakama? No, Nakama is Nakama. like a crew that is more than a crew. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally just best friend. That's all Nakama means. My Nakama! Uh, it, it's, it's, it's really like... Uh, the movie, I, I, I really don't know how to describe, like, once the tone shifts, I stop enjoying it as much, even though it starts going into some cool ideas. I feel like uh, it was underdeveloped, the cool ideas thing. It was just kind of came out at the last, like, third of the movie. It didn't have much time to flesh out. I feel like they needed to do one more, like, trial in order to, like, flesh out their separation. Here's like, the thing, I, like, I, I enjoyed this movie more than the other one, but I have much more to say about how I didn't like it. Is that weird? <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's it's a very uh, it's a very uh, polarizing movie. Yeah, I guess. Um, I think me and Frog are just typically more critical of things we really enjoy. Maybe that's it. Um, I didn't. I don't even think I really enjoyed it. I just. I think it was a lot more fun than the other one. I still enjoyed the other one a lot. Um, well, maybe not a lot, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Although I, I kind of felt like uh, it got a little melodramatic. Um, well, I, oh, actually, no. I think this one got way more melodramatic. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, considering by the end of this it's literally like death and sadness yeah i mean like that was i think it was annoying me like trying to convince me that this filler movie was going to kill off characters like as if um no of course it's not going to kill off characters but it's the only filler movie i've seen where i actually like had a quick moment of disbelief i i will say like it it's clearly not going to clear off the main characters but like it definitely does have that level of tension where I kind of like Berserk, right? When you read Berserk, you know Guts isn't going to die. No. But the action that happens in it is so tense where you're like, wow, is he actually going to die? And then you finish the chapter and you're like, he was never going to die. What am I, an idiot? And that, that that's kind of well, That's feels. a different thing, though, right? Because in, in, in Berserk, I think it's more about like... Well, I haven't read Berserk, actually, so I shouldn't say it. But I'm like in something like me, like Vinland Saga, I'm sorry. Um... Like, the Thorvin's not gonna die, obviously. He's the main character. But it's more so about the, uh, the pain inflicted upon him that is what hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, but that, that is exactly what, like, this movie ends up doing, uh, wherein, uh, it becomes, like, his friends, uh, his friends, uh, his Luffy's friends get taken away from him, and you get to see the dread and anguish on his face. Yeah. As their bodies get absorbed into an eldritch god. 
<laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Just. Which is super, super good con- conceptually. Like, I- no, yeah, I think the actual like concept of the dude who like resurrects his friends into like weird plant people by sacrificing other people. It's cool. I-, I enjoyed it. It just felt under undercooked, maybe. So I'd say it. Yeah, like, like, undercooked whenever, is like, a Usopp- phenomenal game. That the what? When Usopp disappears, like it, it's just a cutaway scene where he makes the Kappa guy a little angry. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little weird. Yeah, like it didn't seem like- threatening at all. Until they make and, him footing later, like the the throughout the movie, like there's there's scenes where the dude like snipes people, and it's like, oh, okay, but like the next scene doesn't like follow in with that like same level of dread. Like, yeah. it, it, uh, Chopper gets fucking shot with an arrow, uh, and then it, it cuts to uh, the next trial, and they're like, oh, where's Chopper? And there's like, he'll come back later. It's like, come on, there needs to be like a building dread. Um, I will say, though, this movie had none of the sound design issues I had with Strong World. Yeah, no. In fact, good. Good. the sound design was amazing. There's that great scene where Luffy is chafing after the mustache pirate, and each of their oh, yeah. steps... It's a fucking Scooby-Doo scene. <laughs> like, they literally sync up like uh, their uh, the music with their steps, where every time Luffy's stepping, there's a different beat, and every time the mustache dude is stepping, there's a different beat. And it, it, it ends up making, like, this really cool animated scene where they're chasing each other. It was super fucking cool. Like, this movie's super engaging when it wants to be. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's great. Just, I think yeah, it's, it's very fun. This is easily, like, if... if uh, This movie made me want to get into One Piece. Yeah, because it's it's great. It's And honestly, the like, that scene where they're all running through the forest together and, like, the weird... CGI camera work yeah. is going on everything. It reminded me a little bit of Madoka, like the weird, like, um, kind of mixed media stuff they had going on there. And honestly, that, that scene for, even though it's aged and you know it's like weird CGI and it's like CGI, or cells drawn on CGI and stuff, I love that scene. That is the yeah. scene of all the scenes that stand out the most to me. It's cool. I also like and the use of color with too. It's 300 tentacles draining his blood. That scene. I was gonna say oh, the use yeah. of color in like the movie is like it's the most of the movie in the start and like the middle is very like very vibrant and colorful. Some really really nice use of colorful of like of super duper like bright colors, and then the second half or the last like third or whatever it it starts fading out like really hard into these like very drowned out things when it gets all like intense. It's pretty cool. Um, it's a very really cool. well directed film. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you said the director makes stuff. Yeah, yeah he did Summer Wars. Wars. It almost reminded me of the Yuasa film, just because of how the animation style was, but... I could feel that. Yeah, not not like quite the same, but uh, actually some of the pacing stuff, too, just because we're, we're like, things were... I, I think I mentioned it to Mike, this reminded me a tiny bit of Night of Short Walk on Girl, where things just kind of happen uh, in, in, in sequence, and people just kind of go with it, like there were the whole trials thing, like the ordeals, I think they were called. I would definitely say it's not as, like, potentially confusing as Night is Long. Oh, no, but... no, no, but, like, it had a similar energy, I feel, that's all. Um, oh, yeah. I think my favorite oh, part oh, of the yeah, movie fuck. was definitely the first couple of trials or things where they were doing that, and they were just having a lot of fun, and you get to see the characters interact, and that was really fun. Um, How did you feel about the four elderly frog people? Those were pretty fun, too. I like that. That, the, that the whole scene where that they're, were... like, on the boats and stuff is really cool. Well, that's that's a dynamic with Sanji and Zoro that I don't think really gets all the credit it deserves. Um, Sanji and Zoro hate each other. They cannot stand oh, each yeah. other. That's the running joke. Dude, I, I remember very much, uh, like, old One Piece where most of Zoro appearing on screen is him laughing at them for being idiots. Yeah, which is funny because he is the dumbest human being on the planet at this point. <laughs> Dumber than Luffy. 
Yeah, he, he there's is, actually uh, he's my mint flavored himbo. There's a uh, I'm gonna actually send this to you guys. There's a fight sequence they did where it's Zoro fighting a, a a serial killer in the latest Wano arc, and it is it, it's it was animated by that one guy, the one guy that everybody like spends all their money to hire to do those really impressive animation sequences. You, you made this Sakura joke last episode. <laughs> It's 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 very much a Sakuga episode, and it's all about Zoro instead of Luffy, which is really really bizarre. But uh, basically, there's a scene where he he doesn't have all three of his swords, so he gets a scythe from a serial killer, and he uses that as his third sword. And literally, everyone is like, "You can't do that technique. You need three swords to do it." <laughs> and he pulls off the technique anyway because Zoro's too stupid to know his limitations. Uh, speaking of Zoro, like, uh, I want to go back to Strong World for a second. That scene where he goes Ashura is so fucking... I, that's the first time I've ever actually seen uh, Ashura mode. That shit is so fucking cool. Holy shit. You know where he, like, He's, triples uh, himself? Yeah, it's so cool! Nine swords? He, after discovering hockey, he really stops doing that. Oh. Oh, that's so lame! Well, he, he was trained, so the whole big meme about him is he's the three sword swordsman, so he fights a guy who's like, oh, if you can use three swords, I'll just use four swords, and like puts them between his feet and whatnot. But the, he was actually trained to use hockey by a swordsman who only uses one sword, which is Mihawk. And so, like, you actually see, as he's evolved, he pretty much only uses one or three swords at all times now. And when he has to make his hit count, he will only use one sword. Yo, One Piece is trash, dog. <laughs> one Piece is great, you're just an idiot. Why, well, I keep, okay. whenever I hear about One Piece, everyone talks about how if my fucking Canadian sport ruined it, I don't understand. I did the joke in my head. Actually, hockey is really, really good. And I think especially in Wano, um, where they're showing the fact that you can be strong without using hockey. And you can be... And you can have hockey and be strong. Like, you don't have to have a devil fruit. Yeah, I mean, people get shoulder checked all the time, but I don't see how it would help you in a fucking power situation. Why don't you just drop your third puck, Frog, and we'll fight? I don't play hockey. That's what I thought. Shut up. <laughs> post, post hockey. Yeah, post, post hockey, Post frog. stick. I'm going to get 30 Sharpie markers and paint my arm in hockey face. What? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, I... I would say uh, I have been vocal on the podcast uh, and in my friend groups for saying I don't like One Piece. I have shifted that opinion after watching these movies to maybe One Piece is alright. I think One Piece is pretty cool. I always thought it was kind of cool. You, at least, you at least take... early One Piece. I'm not, I don't know how I feel about later One Piece. Well, even as an avid fan who keeps up with One Piece, you have to take it arc by arc. Yeah, sure. Because... Uh, you have, which is funny, because I think I'm the only one who believes this, but, like, you have the Paramount War arc, which is hot garbage and goes on entirely too long. Uh, and then you have, like, a bunch of arcs where there's goofy stuff going on. Like, the entire Impel Down arc, which is my favorite arc, is pretty much just Luffy causing havoc in a maximum security prison. And that's it. That's it. He's just causing problems in a maximum security prison. That sounds fun. Isn't after that arc, like, uh, doesn't he break out Buggy in that arc? Yes, he breaks out Buggy, he breaks out, uh, Bon Clay, I don't think he breaks out, but he breaks out everybody. He breaks out the entire Revolutionary Army. And then after that, it starts, like, the big, ar- ar- like, Pirate War arc, right? Yeah, the, that, that's the Marine Ford arc, yeah. And the Marine Ford arc is, the only reason anybody actually cares about that arc is because Ace dies. Otherwise, it's hot garbage. Wow. Spoilers! <laughs> uh... Shut up. <laughs> 
And uh, and then actually, what's ir- or not ironic, but what's funny is like the next three arcs after that, where it's pretty much uh, the training arcs are okay, where it shows how each of them are getting better at what they're doing for two years. But this weird arc where they introduce Sabo through a flashback where Ace and Luffy and Sabo are kids is just the worst. And then you get I, a. I hate when th- they do that. And then you get Fishman Island, which is a nice little arc just so you can see how strong everybody's got. Because it's an arc where nobody breaks a sweat. It's an arc where everybody is strong no matter what. Nobody breaks a sweat. Like, everybody is shining. Every member of the crew is doing amazing things. It's and the then, fucking... It's the shoot arc. It's the fight the jobber arc. Whatever that means, yes. Wrestling terms. Yeah. And then it's... Oh, fight the jobber. Okay, I got you now. Okay. Yeah, the, row, everyone row, in fight the arc the is a nine, just, like, shows up for their 9 to 5 and goes home. Yeah, and then after that you get another really, really solid arc because you get the... um. You get, uh, not Thriller Bark, why do I keep thinking? Uh, you get Punk Hazard. And then after that, you get what should have been the best arc in the series, Dress Rosa, and it just sucks. And then you go to, then you go to the, the, then you go to Zoa, and it's good again for a little bit, because you get to enjoy, like, some, some nonchalant fun with Zoa. And then you get the Whole Cake Island arc, which once again had a chance to be a really emotional and big, deep arc. And it's mostly okay. It's got way too many musical numbers, which I actually find highly enjoyable. Isn't Dress Rosa the Don Flamenco arc? Yes, and it is hot garbage, even though my favorite character, his brother Corazon, is in it. I This is really weird, because the way you're describing these arcs is the exact opposite of how everyone I know who enjoys One Piece describes I've seen people say that really the arc was kind of underhooked, though. If, if you take Dress Rosa and you remove all the flashback episodes, Dress Rosa is a phenomenal arc. I mean, no, yeah. no, let me let me rephrase that. If you remove the flashback episodes involving Soldier, it's a phenomenal arc. The ones where you get Law's backstory are actually worth watching. That's why I don't watch the anime. I'm, I'll, I'll just read the manga. Uh, so yeah, it's Dressrosa, great. It could have been great if they didn't focus so much on Soldier's backstory. And it, it ends really well, too, because it ends with basically the Navy getting a job to destroy the entire city. To stop Luffy from escaping, and the Admiral's like, no, I'm here to serve and protect. Screw you. Well, this has been Moth reviewing One Piece arcs. (laughs) I love One Piece! I mean, that's what I kind of wanted. I wanted this to be like, I I wanted to give Moth an outlet to really talk about something I know he cares a lot about. Yeah, it's fun. Honestly, with the devil fruits you know, the the question everybody asks, like, alright Mike, I put a devil fruit in front of you, okay? I don't tell you if it's a Zoan, a Logia, okay, or a Parmesia. Okay. I, I, it's I just don't a devil know what fruit. Those terms mean. Okay, well, one okay, of them so is there's... like a, you transform into things. One of them transforms your body, and one of them creates things. So it's Parmesia. Generally, lets you affect your environment. Parmesia. That's Luffy's devil fruit. The the rubber, the gum gum fruit. That's okay. Parmesia. A Logia fruit lets you become an element. That's uh, Ace had the the. Fire, fire fruit, smoker has the smoke, smoke fruit, stuff like that. Zoan turns you into a furry. Oh, like Chopper. Yeah, except Chopper is the only one who's ever eaten the human human fruit. Yeah, he's actually a deranger who ate a human fruit, not the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I, I, I'm past Chopper in my knowledge. So, if I didn't tell you what this fruit was, and I just put a devil fruit in front of you, would you eat it? Yes. Oh, I like okay, swimming. Frog? Frog, would you eat a devil fruit? Uh, I like swimming, though. So, what would okay. I do with it? Like, Honestly, I would probably... Uh, you know what? This is not a political episode, so I'm not going to talk about my Homelander fantasies. 
I, I would eat it, and then no matter what power I got, I would just become an Antifa super soldier. Shit, I would take a fat dump. <laughs> he, would no. just, he would eat it whole and shit it out whole. Yeah. So, Mike, if I, I told you... None of the power nutrients. So, Mike, if I told you, here's a Logia fruit that'll give you an element, that'll turn you into an element. Here's a Zoan fruit that'll turn you into a furry. And this is a Parmesia fruit that'll change how you interact with the environment. Can't turn me into a frog fruits. furry? I'll take that. There, there is, actually. There's a frog frog I'll fruit. I'll take that. Okay, so so frog <laughs> will eat the frog frog fruit. Mike, I tell you there are three devil fruits in front of you. Without knowing what the devil fruit does, which one of the three do you eat? I think I'd go with the one that lets me, like, affect the environment. So that, that'd be the Parmesia. So you'd be, like, in the same room as the gum gum fruit. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know, some of those are useless as hell. There is literally a devil fruit where as long as your strength of will is stronger than your opponent's, you can keep them chained in an artificial prison. But the moment anybody has even slightly stronger resolve than you, they shatter the prison. I'm a pretty resolved individual. I think I could, I, I think I could do that. That's actually, you miss it. There's a huge scene in Thriller Bark where there's a fruit that gives you depression if uh, <laughs> it hits you. And so this girl has the fruit. Uh, one of actually the best consistent waifus in the show. Uh, she has the devil fruit. And I'm sorry, I can't remember all these characters' names all the time. Which is sad, because I'm staring at her figure. To be right fair, now. One Piece Perona. has like a trillion people in it. I, I just had to look at my Perona figure in my room. It's Perona. Okay. Um, and she hits everybody with it, and it affects everybody on the crew. Like, Luffy can't stand up to it, Zoro can't stand up to it. And then she hits Usopp up with it, and he keeps going, and she's like, how? That fruit makes you the single most depressed you've ever been. And Usopp looks her right in the eye and goes, that's my secret. I'm always hating myself. <laughs> oh, man, Usopp remains my favorite character. He actually, uh, he's awakened since hockey, so he's doing really good. Oh, that's weird. I like the idea of him being a failure. I know he gets really cool later on where he becomes like the, like the, what is it, the like the thief prince or something? Uh, Soga King. Yeah. Or, well, Soga King has already happened, but right now he actually, uh, there's a huge part where Doflamenco puts a bounty on all of their heads. Like Luffy gets a 300 million berry bounty. Everybody gets a bounty. He's like, if you kill these people, I will give you cash out of my own wallet. And he puts a 500 million berry bounty on Usopp. But it's not Usopp, it's God Sniper Usopp. <laughs> and Usopp is scared because he can't do a damn thing to save his life. And he's like, please guys, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking... So yeah, uh, I... Uh, you know what? Whenever, whenever they announce they're going into the last arc, I'll start reading. Oh, That's probably not going to be for a couple another years, I'd say. I know. I, I This is a promise I can easily keep. Fair enough. All right. Well, he said he's 85% done. 85% is... Of this, that still means several... Yeah, it's been going like, on for five 20 or six years. years. That's fine, though, because, like, honestly, once One Piece is over, I'm pretty sure Jesus is going to show up and be like, what did you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> One Piece ends... And One Piece everyone... is going to end after the, the, like, the heat of the universe, so it's okay. One Piece ends, and then everyone, like, in the sky, the words appear, Jesus has logged on. <laughs> uh, who's the who's the guy who got the opportunity to do his own Zoro spinoff? Is it... Uh, Boichi. Is it, yeah, Boichi got permission to do his Zoro spinoff. Great artist. Yeah. So is that's... That a, I, I think is that a we're thing, good. or is that happening? That's a thing. Yeah, it that's happening. Exists. Oh, it is? Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
It's been a while, out for a while. He, he made it in like a couple weeks because he's crazy fast. He's a, I don't know what that that man's on in some other shit. If you guys don't know Boichi, uh, please look up Boichi's artwork. He does uh, do work for Doctor Stone. Oda doesn't he did uh, Sunken Rock? Um, holy shit, Sunken Rock is his only good one. Uh, do you know <laughs> that Ichiro Oda doesn't have a single assistant? I don't believe you. He says reportedly he works twelve hours a day, sleeps five hours a night, and smokes a pack of cigarettes every day. Jeez, he's not gonna live to the fucking end of the series. But is that like how uh, Kazuya Takahashi does all the art for Yu Gi Oh? I go, yeah, he's he's got the nail on every single card. He does all the art, but also these people do all the art. Yeah, uh, Oda does one chapter of One Piece every week, and they're like 20-page chapters. He doesn't have a single assistant. He does all the line work, all the ink work, everything. He, about once a month, he does a Shonen Jump cover. He writes, and he does consultation for all the games and the movies that come out. Like, he's like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. Like, they bring him in for consulting. Uh, he says he sleeps like five hours a day. He, I want to say three years ago, he took a month off for the first time in over a decade wild dude this man is this man is a true honest to god yeah some some mangaka are actually craft. nuts um I, I feel bad for them because they kind of kill themselves making manga um, yeah but like look at how many people oda has touched with one piece no yeah of. i'm not saying what he's done isn't isn't great like I, I think it's i think all manga even if manga i don't like like you know you, uh, artists in general if you're an artist you're probably awesome um even if i don't think what? your it, stuff is very good what 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 with what we're gonna talk about next week? I think I think there's another uh, manga that's touched a lot more people. Uh oh, oh right. Kenshin? Really? <laughs> really? You're gonna bring up Roni Kenshin? <laughs> Hell yeah, everybody! Please join us next week where we will we we, we hit every podcast. We'll be having a special guest on. Uh, Itsumo Listless, friend of the podcast, and we're going to be watching Roroni Kenshin Truth and Betrayal, a four-part OVA. It's Super easy, easy to watch. Yeah. Is it is it actually like the entire plot or what? No, it's a it's a backstory. Uh, it's a backstory thing. Okay, uh, okay. I haven't watched any of that show, so it might be a little the... weird. No, no, it's, it's it's literally the backstory. I believe it's the backstory of why he uh, doesn't. Because the whole thing about Kenshin, the story is that like. Uh, something traumatic happened in his past, and so he uses a sword with a reverse-style blade where the edge is on the wrong side, and he doesn't cut people with it. Except for the cool moments when he shifts it around and cuts people with it. It's... Rurouni Kenshin's cool, guys. I mean, the guy might be a pedophile, but come on. It's cool (laughs) manga. Um, I'd have to see it. But yeah. I think, everybody, it's safe to say that this has been the We Hate Anime Podcast. Is it safe? Uh... Uh, I think it is. Uh, check out the the everything in the comment or not comments, but the in comments. the doo doo below. You know, doobidoo follow doobidoo us on doobidoo. Twitter. Follow, join our Discord. Be our friends. Be our pals. Uh, I will make fun of you, but Frog might say something nice, and Moth might uh, also make fun of you. I'm not gonna make fun of you. I think uh, you know everybody. Uh, everybody, as long as they're doing stuff that makes them happy. Yes. Happiness is really lame. As long as you don't... Like me and no, 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 I, I like long this as you, My, uh, Moth is correct. People consume what you enjoy, but also uh, be critical of what you enjoy, because that's fun. No, don't be critical yes. of what you enjoy. I think be you should be critical of what you enjoy way more than the things you don't like. Because uh, things you don't like and you're criticizing, of course you're going to criticize it. You can find things to criticize easily, but criticizing what you do like is what, how you develop taste. 
Exactly. That's why Moth has shit taste. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Like I said, I don't. I think he can enjoy what he wants. I, I like right. half the things he likes. That's fine. As yeah, long as you likes... don't like Uzaki Chan, you're okay with me. I don't like Uzaki Chan. What? What's wrong with Uzaki Chan? It's terrible. <laughs> it's a bad show for it's bad people. It's just bad. I don't understand. We, 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 we'll have an episode. No, we won't. I'm not promising that. Fuck that. Okay. All right. I'll see you guys next week. So <laughs> now